Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, November 15th, 2019. I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. Hello, James. Happy Friday. Do you have any uh, big plans for the weekend? Uh, I have children, so it's uh, soccer, soccer, soccer. Is a big plan, yeah. Actually, uh, my son's my son's high school is doing a Limazarab, and I think that <gasps> it's possibly that That's we're going right. to go on Saturday night to Limazarab at the Kellenberg so. oh. Memorial High School. Who? What? What is? What is he doing? What's, he what's is the- a soccer player. He does not partake in the thespian. Oh, okay. <laughs> he has friends, though, that are in You're the... You're very excited. <laughs> yes. Like, James, you've raised him right. But well, no, turns the- out sports. The girl. <laughs> the girl is also very, very uh, good at sports, but she has taken to the art. She's, <gasps> she's got a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory coming up uh, in Ooh. spring. That they started rehearsal for in September. So, So who is she playing? (laughs) (laughs) This is important info. Who is she playing then? This is unknown yet. They start to have rehearsal for a couple of months, and then then they they start. Then they start to settle into roles. Okay, I like it. I like it. Yeah, she's in uh, sixth grade, so. Ah, very nice. See, I was always uh, in the pit band, so I didn't have to worry about roles. Did we talk about this? Did you? you I don't know. Played flute? No, I played. Well, I played a little bit of everything, but my primary was clarinet. Clarinet is is clarinet. Gathering dust in the corner of my room at the moment. Uh, if you're not going to practice, you got to give it to a kid who will play the clarinet. Oh, I just bought a uh, $900 clarinet last year for Christmas. So, And by $900, I bought it used for $900. Yeah, it's my Christmas say, gift. Yeah. It's my four grand clarinet that I've wanted since I was a little baby clarinet player. So it is currently gathering dust as of the last month. But it usually gets some love. <laughs> Well, I would suggest that uh, if you are in love with what with uh, Ashley is doing here, you go to patreon.com slash Broadway Radio and get yes. Ashley some clarinet lessons. Oh, my God, please. It's been so long and yes. it is vastly, vastly needed. Yes. As James so lovingly said, please head over to patreon.com slash Broadway Radio or broadwayradio.com slash Patreon to support us if you haven't already. And pay from the clarinet lessons. <laughs> you know who doesn't need a uh, Patreon? Mm. I'm, I'm thinking that the, the, the folks who are making a film adaptation of Follies. Yes, yes, yes. So yesterday's big news had kind of a weird hiccupy start. If you were on Twitter or briefly yeah. browsing entertainment news last night, you might have noticed some buzz about some follies by Mr. Stephen Joshua Sondheim and James Goldman. It turns out the Hollywood Reporter ran an article announcing the news that a movie adaptation of the musical is currently in the works. Before they pulled the article leaving fan 
friends who caught it to speculate a bit until give or take another hour or so when the news was back up and made official. Heyday Films and BBC Films have nabbed the film rights to the Broadway musical, which is now in the works from Dominic Cook, the director of the 2017 West End revival at London's National Theatre. In a statement, Sondheim said, quote, Over the years, there have been many attempts to bring Follies to the screen, but not until Dominic Cook's brilliant production at the National Theatre of Great Britain did it seem like it could be a real movie. I'm more than delighted. I'm thrilled that it's finally going to happen. And Cook said, James Goldman's skillful book nods as much to the golden age of movie musicals as to Broadway, so it feels like natural material to turn into a movie. The London Revival, which initially ran until January 2018 before mounting a return engagement this year, was nominated for 10 Olivier Awards and won two, including Best Musical Revival. So this is really interesting, James, because there have been discussions about possibly bringing the production over. It's always been a possibility, as you know, any big productions are, though the only theater that could really mount this production would be Lincoln Center at the Vivian Beaumont. Obviously, there's already been the National Theater Live airing of it that made it into theaters. Now, doing this movie, it might you know, be the official replacement for that because we've heard some whispers of some other things happening next year instead. But there have also been a few Follies attempts, as the man himself said in a statement over the past few years. Aaron Sorkin was rumored to write one a few years ago. Rob Marshall was reportedly set to direct one. Maybe it was that one as well, with Meryl Streep starring. John Logan, who wrote Gladiator and The Aviator, wanted to do it at some point. So this is, you know, very much a I'll believe it when I see it movie, though it does look like this is farther along than some of the previous attempts. Yeah, let's uh, hopefully it'll make it uh, here before uh, not a day goes by. Mm, I see which. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> another forty years in the making. We'll, we'll finally see. Do you think maybe Hollywood Reporter uh, broke an embargo, or was it that? I they... think they may have because yeah. it. I I had enough time to go make dinner. And when everyone was speculating about it on Twitter, went made dinner, came back, and it had been back up for another 30 minutes. So I'm assuming an embargo was broken, which it happens, but they <laughs> everyone's managed to see it as part of, that was part of the theater community that also has a Twitter because it was like follies, 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 follies all down my timeline, which. What else is new, to be fair? <laughs> well, that's true, you know. And, and, and we have hot searches for, you know, all things Sondheim also fo- true. and follies and things like that. <laughs> this is this is a – honestly, it's a weird choice. I'm willing to entertainment, entertain it because I love it so dearly. But I also love it so dearly because it's such a theatrical piece. Like, I don't know how they're going to do the Loveland sequence, how that's going to work on the screen. As a, and as a whole, it's a theater piece about a theater being torn down. And even watching the pro tape, I mean, I got to thankfully see it in London before it closed. But see, even seeing it on the pro tape, it loses some of its magnitude. Sure. No, and, and you know, that, that's, a, that's a really tough thing to, to capture. Mm-hmm. What was your um, 
you weren't with us when uh, Into the Woods made it to the uh, the Disney screen. Yeah. Um, what was your take on the Into the Woods? It wasn't my favorite. I, it was so dark. I mean, not even yeah. the content is dark. Obviously, the content's dark, but it's a Sondheim show. Uh, it, it's just it was just so cinematically dark and yeah. uninteresting. It was very Disney gray is what I like to call it. <laughs> what about the uh, the Sweeney Todd that was a few years back? Um, <laughs> you know, I haven't so far been a big fan of film adaptations, but sure. there's a, it's, they're hard to do. I, I usually by that I think most scripts oh, a very vast majority of scripts are either, are written for a specific medium so be it it should be on stage or it should be on film or it should be on TV or it should be a book and eventually you get it right and I think most of these got it right on stage the first time and then they insisted on doing a film where it doesn't really belong so I mean, it's it's already going to be. It was. It's been a big year for Sondheim on film because we've gotten the Merrily announcement, West Side Stories in progress again, and now we've got this. So one of them, they're going to get one of them right. It might be Merrily, but that's they didn't get Merrily right on stage. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, we'll find out. But Haley St. James had tweeted, get ready for the Stephen Sondheim cinematic universe. And, you know, I personally look forward to the Sondheim Plus streaming platform that comes with it. Yeah, you know, if you uh, rip back Matt's shirt, he's got a S on his chest underneath it. It's for Sondheim. <laughs> That's me. Let's, please. You too. Please. Okay. That's the <laughs> official Broadway uh, radio uh, undergarment uh, wear. A big uh, undergarment wear, yeah. yeah. A, bi- a big S for Sondheim, as That's always. Right. But hey, let's get back to the stage and down to D.C. where we got big news from the Kennedy Center yesterday. Big, huge big, news. huge. Brandon Victor Dixon will hey. join Rachel Bay Jones in Kennedy Center's Next to Normal. Love it. That is just... Unbelievable. I took me so out, of, out of nowhere. Brandon Victor Dixon is going to join the previously announced Rachel B. Jones in the upcoming Kennedy Center Broadway Center stage production of Next to Normal. Michael Greif, who directed the original Broadway production, will also stage the DC engagement, which is scheduled to run Jan 29 or 29 Jan through 3 Feb at the Eisenhower Theater. Uh, Jones. You went. You went very British for a uh, an American production. <laughs> I yeah. You know, it's just because I'm fancy. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so Jones will play Diana with Dixon playing her husband. Uh, although they could swap it up, couldn't they? You know, we've been talking about that swapping that could stuff do. up. Uh, both of them are way talented enough to handle that. Uh, sure. Additional cancel. Uh, Additional casting yeah. <laughs> will be announced at a later date. So, I mean, Kennedy so Center. good, so good. I'm planning on making the trip for this. It's yeah. uh, it's my annual trip to DC at this point. Unfortunately, 
like like I'm a kid again. My family is from Virginia, or my mother's side's from Virginia, so I used to have to make a trip to D.C. every year. Now I'm doing it of my own accord to go see theater. Last season it was Little Shop with uh, Megan Hilty and Josh Radner. This will be the one this year, and it, my birthday is February 1st, so it's ah. going to encompass my birthday. What a what better gift than Brander Victor Dixon and Rachel Bay Jones and Next to Normal? <laughs> and a story about drugs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> January 29th through February 3rd, five days uh, over a weekend, I'm assuming. Uh, that uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday type of thing. Yeah. Um, it's just uh, you have to plan because if, in fact, we have a storm, you know. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, forgot right we we drove last year when we went to go, but that was when was that? That was October and November. It was still, or yeah, it was October and November. It was still before the winter. So this will be uh, the added bonus of dealing with East Coast winter. So in other news, we have a different Brandon. Yes, a different Brandon, more casting, as we've got complete casting for the upcoming revival of Take Me Out. That's right. Uh, Brandon J. Durden. Yes. Uh, Joel Perez and more are joining the Broadway revival of Take Me Out and casting is complete for the upcoming Broadway revival of Richard Greenberg's Take Me Out. Brandon J. Dearden, who previously starred in All the Way and Jitney uh, on Broadway, is among the actors who were announced yesterday. Uh, Julian Sheehy, Hiram Delegato, Will Harrison, Carl Lunderstad, Ken Marks, Michael Obelhauser, and Joel Perez round out the cast, which will be led as previously announced by Jesse Tyler Ferguson and Patrick J. Adams and Jesse Williams. The second stage production will begin performances on April 2nd, 2020, avoiding all the April 1st jokes. That's good. <laughs> Yeah, and ahead of an April twenty third opening at the Helen Hayes Theater or the Hayes Theater, the Helen Hayes of the Hayes. We've we we I was gonna, we've gone official as the Helen Hayes Theater. Absolutely, that is our official. We've got a lot of officials for Broadway Radio in this episode. Mm. Uniform, uniform, and stance on the Helen Hayes Theater. Exactly. So, take me out is. Uh... Looking it's, forward to it. Yeah. I know. I have never read it, and I have never seen a production of it. Oh. It is very much up my alley. Of up your alley. Kind of all the things <laughs> I love. Baseball. <laughs> Baseball. Uh, theater. Theater. And some queer stuff. So. Yeah. All, all These are a few of my favorite things. These are a few of my favorite things. Nice. All right. Nice. So, uh... <laughs> What other recommendations do we have? Yeah, so Time Magazine has their annual Time 100 list, and included in this year's list, we've got a few big familiar names, including sexy Oklahoma star Allie Stroker, hello Dolly Star, and future-slash-current Merrily We Roll Along, film adaptation star Beanie Feldstein, Pose and Pasadena Little Shop star MJ Rodriguez, and slave play playwright Jeremy O'Harris. Kristen Chenoweth, I think, wrote the tribute for Stroker. Lynn Nottage wrote it for Harris. And Olivia Wilde and Laverne Cox wrote for Feldstein and Rodriguez, respectively. So we'll post the full list in our show notes there. Always fun to check out, especially when we've got some names that we all know and love. So 
that is that the time 100 is mm-hmm. it's so interesting the way they pick these lists i know and to find people and i'm not disagreeing with any of them but mm-hmm. I would hate to be those editors and have I was to... just thinking I would love to be a fly on the wall of that room where they curate the list and start narrowing down all the, the literally hundred people that they need to pick out of all the people that they can choose. You go through the list and you're like, oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. Jeremy O'Harris. Yes. <sighs> so good. So good. And so well-deserved. What do we have in other news? Yes, let's wrap up with a couple of news items, James. First up, we've got more casting for the upcoming off-Broadway musical Emoji Land, starring Queen Leslie Margarita and Josh Lemon. George Abbott, Laura Sheen, Felicia Boswell, Natalie Weiss, and Anne Harada will join the limited off-Broadway engagement, which will play the Duke on 42nd Street, from January 9th through March 8th. Additional casting will be announced soon. The ensemble piece follows a diverse community of archetypes who take one another at face value. Get it? Mm. Including a smiling face dealing with depression, a princess who doesn't want a prince, a skull dying for deletion, a nerd face too smart for his own good, a face with sunglasses who can't see past his own reflection, and a police officer and construction worker who just want to work together. Truly strange, <laughs> but it does it does sound like a lot of fun. <laughs> and finally, if you're listening to this on Friday, November 15th, well, you will be gifted today with some new music from the upcoming film adaptation of Cats. Taylor Swift will release a new single today or tomorrow if you're an early subscriber from the upcoming movie, The song Beautiful Ghosts will be sung in the film by Victoria the White Cat, played by Francesca Hayward. But the single studio recording single will play over the credits. Very Disney of them. Swift penned the song with Andrew Lloyd Webber, and it will likely be a contender for this year's Best Song Oscar race, joining a short list of theater-adjacent tracks such as Harriet's Stand Up by Cynthia, Cynthia Erivo, Into the Unknown from Frozen 2, and more. Already looking forward to that Oscars throwdown, which at this point sounds like it's just going to be a stage of theater people and also Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, uh, do you recall uh, a, a famous fall flat on the face uh, studio recording uh, that, uh, where the uh, the film version of the lesser star became the big hit song? I am too tired to even follow (laughs) so no (laughs) so disney had a film and they got a big star to record the big song and the big song by the big star who wasn't in the movie wasn't uh wasn't the big hit that they thought it would be oh no big hit was from the person in the movie the lesser known actor Oh, I don't know. Adele Dazim. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, the famous Adele Dazim. The famous Adele Dazim, you know, oh, letting it go. <laughs> no one will ever let it go, apparently. They'll <laughs> be, be on her tombstone at this point, the poor thing. <laughs> so uh, before we wrap it up, I have to yeah. make a correction from yesterday. Oh, hello. Yeah. I said that Rob Johnston had gone to see um, 
I had gone to see the show uh, 200 times. Oh, yeah. Rock of Ages. Rock, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd gone to see Rock of Ages 200 times. He had actually, he's only been 170 times. Oh, God. Our mistake. Yes. Big, but, big, big mistake. But I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that, you know, in the near future, that 200 is just on the horizon. 200 is very near. And now that they have transitioned. Yeah. To an transitioned to an open engagement. I'm sure you can get another 30 times in there, Rob. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, why don't you get us out of here? All right. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. If you haven't had the chance already, be sure to head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio or the reverse to send some bucks our way to keep us warm throughout the night. And also head over to your podcast platform of choice to leave us some reviews as well as on Facebook. We are needy and need reassurance always. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. James Moreno, what's our weekend program look like? Our weekend program, we're looking at this week on Broadway on yeah. Sunday, but tomorrow we have nothing in the feed for you that is scheduled, but Matt has been threatening Absolutely to do Absolutely nothing his... for sale. Matt has been saying that he's going to do his additional content, so who yeah. knows if that's going to show up for our patrons. We went to Moulin Rouge yesterday, Avita yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what he's got going on Friday night because I know he originally had that double book of Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. So have to see, have to see. Uh, I think he's going to Darren Brown. No, Darren uh, that's Brown's Saturday. Saturday. That's Saturday. Yeah. So yeah, it's a surprise. You'll have to subscribe and find out. Yes, and my name is James Reno from BroadwayVideo.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for. Wrapping up the week with us, and yeah. um, I think Ashley and I will be back on Monday with you. And I'm on back. Sunday, we have this week on Broadway with Peter Felicia and Michael Portantier, and we will talk to you soon. Stay warm. Yes. Yes. <laughs>